Pleased to be joined now with friend of the show, all-around good guy, Chris Buck, leader of the Chris Buck Band. Thanks for doing this, Chris. Hey, no problem. Thanks thanks for having me on. And crazy times, and uh, it's it's a very different kind of feel from what we would normally be talking about is, you know, we'd be getting into spring and summer, thinking about concerts and playing music. Uh, how are you dealing with everything that's been going on and what feels like the last, uh, you know, calendar year? Yeah, well, it, it hasn't been easy. I'd lie if I said it was. Um, I'm, I'm definitely misplaying. I've always been, we've always been a band that just plays a lot and every small town, a big town. Um, so I'm definitely missing being up on stage. But at the same time, um, I took a step back. I, I haven't put anything out for over a year now. And I, I, it did stress me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie, because I do like to keep putting music out. But it's also gave me the time to just really dig in and write and just really focus on the music. And I haven't had that opportunity over the last few years because it's like you record a little bit, then you're on a on the road, and and you haven't had the road thing. So I've just been writing. I've written more songs, I think, in the last year than I did my entire career. So that's what I've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's keeping busy. Like just just mentally, what has that done? Because you know, normally you'd be in in full like full paced, full sprint. What's it been like to kind of hammer pause and and kind of you know find your roots again? Um. Well, it's been good and bad. Like like I said, you know, I, it's always nice putting music out and seeing the fans get excited about that kind of stuff. But, you know, I think by taking this time, for me, it's really pushed me to be a better writer and also obviously spending a lot of my time down in Nashville before the pandemic. Uh, living down there, I got to write with a lot of bigger writers and just learning. It's been a really good, um, I guess, learning experience. It's like going to school and kind of getting your butt kicked a little bit to learn, you know, how to how to, how to to write those songs. So I think... In that case, it's been a very productive year. But um, again, like I said at the beginning, I, I miss playing more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, when you're in uh, when you're in those rooms with those with those heavyweight writers, like what is one part of the process that was really eye opening for you? Um, you know what? It, it's it's to me, it's almost a numbers game. Like I had some rights. I'm not going to name drop people here, but you know, I've had written with a lot of guys that have number ones, like uh, big number ones with Carrie Underwood and Kenny Chesney and stuff. And I get in the room and I'm excited all week and waiting for the right. And to be honest, it was some of the worst songs I wrote when I was down there. It's like it's such a it's such a timing thing and energy thing. Um, it, it, it's a really kind of crazy process and a lot of people say you know they write 100 songs to find one good one and i truly believe in that um you know the process of just you just keep doing it until something catches and you're like yes this is really great you know um obviously saying that writing with those number ones you do learn stuff from them how quick they are in the moment and they're like the the ideas and the way their brains work i always learn something from it but like i said not necessarily you get your best song every time which is something that i found kind of surprising Chris, when you're writing uh, with a group of people, do the best ideas kind of float to the top, or is there a benefit to being a louder voice in the room? Um, I, what I kind of learned is, like, a lot of times I write in groups of three, so we have one guy on the guitar kind of doing the melody, you got a guy at the laptop, and then you got kind of the guys just kind of jumping and bouncing all over the all over the place. And, you know, sometimes, some days you're just off, and if someone's on fire and someone just keeps throwing out good ideas, I don't want to step on their toes, and I just keep encouraging yes that's great oh man da, da, da. and then there's other days where i end up writing the whole song so i think being a good songwriter is just kind of like just feeling the energy out in the room or now as we do on zoom or skype um you know if someone's 
someone's having a great day, I just kind of let them roll with it. Keep going, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just one more, uh, one more about writing for you, Chris, and then we'll yeah. we'll switch gears. But uh, yeah. you know, I talked to David James, you know, mutual friend of ours, David James. Yeah. I talked to him last week, and I asked him, you know, is it tougher to be inspired during these times when you know it, it, coming up with new ideas, coming up with you know catchy songs? Is it tough given the times that we're in? Um. Oh man, that's a difficult question. Um, I think it can be, and it can't be as well. Um, I, I think you know, having not having that pressure to just to throw stuff out right away for me ha- has been good. But also, at the same time, I don't know. You, you, you want to kind of sing about the times, but at the same time, you want to put a positive twist on it, so that can be tough. Um, for me, I've always been a guy all about song song titles. Always have been. I have my whole phone's full of titles. I'll be talking with someone, someone will say a catchy line, and I'll be like, oh, man, I have to write that down. Um, or I'll walk through the London Drugs or Shoppers Drug Mart or, you know, their card section and just literally just look at Hallmark cards and be like, that is an amazing song title. Um, I guess I do rip them off a little bit. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying this on Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Hey, whatever works. Right? I love that. The next, I, the next album just be confessions. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Hallmark. Yeah, the <laughs> Talking with Chris Buck of the Chris yeah. Buck Band. Uh, Chris, you talk about wanting to get back out and play music again. Is there a song that you miss playing live a little bit more than maybe some others? Oh man, not 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 necessarily. I don't think there's one I miss. I think I just more miss. I I, I always enjoyed testing out new songs and people haven't heard them just to see their reaction and a lot of times I've dropped songs where I'm like oh this is going to go over well and you're like oh the crowd didn't react to it or you play something and they go crazy so I, I do miss that process of it but there's I wouldn't say there's one song I necessarily miss playing um I miss playing them pretty much everything <laughs> <laughs> you talked about having this time to kind of uh you know sharpen your writing skills have you been working on your vocal skills as well have been trying to keep your voice you know strong because it can't be easy going from not doing shows to to eventually when you are allowed to do either live or virtual concerts ramping your voice up to 10 good that's 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 very good question yeah it, i i did a live stream a couple times and it and you know it does you you realize when you're singing all the time how strong your vocals get and you know i the singing i do is mainly just laying down demos all the time literally the day of the right and that's tricky as well to to do that but singing an hour set i'm not gonna lie it's a little bit tough a lot of times i'll just go into the bathroom where the acoustics are a little better and just sing you know a few songs just just to keep my my voice there but i'm also noticing now as i'm getting a little bit older and you might notice in some of my music my voice is changing too i'm creeping into the mid-30s now, and I'm starting to, yeah, I'm starting to sound a little different, which is kind of strange, so, but then when you look at a lot of, you know, old Brad Paisley and Keith Urban records from when they were in their early 20s, it sounds totally different, too, so it's, it's been kind of an interesting last year as well for me vocally. Chris, uh, you, you know, you, I can just hear how much work you've been putting in, in mm. to, like, you, the, you talk about the songwriting, you talk about your mm. vocal work. How do you stay motivated, you know, when there isn't maybe that carrot of having live shows or maybe there isn't that carrot, uh, you know, down the road? How do you stay motivated to keep doing it and keep grinding? Oh, it, it's been tough. I am a man of faith, so I, I just try to always put that in the back of my head. I'm just, you know, I just trust in the universe and let kind of let things take its course. And if you start thinking about, all the things that are going wrong right now, I can see, I've had a lot of artists reach out to me and they're just like, man, this, this is tough. Like, I don't like a lot of them don't have income coming in and stuff. If they don't write their own songs, you know, and then they're getting day jobs and it's just been tough 
tough on them. So I, it hasn't been easy. I'd lie if I say it wasn't, but I, I just keep think I just make it always about the music and just excited about you know what what uh, songs are coming up, and that's that's basically my outlook on it. All right. Well, let's we're going to get into some of the new projects that you have working uh, in the works in just a bit. But let's get into the personal side of, of life here, because artists, it, it always fascinates me because artists are always go, go, go. And then when they get a little time to stop, boy, do they just really soak it in. Have you been able to spend time with family and friends and just kind of reconnect in a way that maybe you haven't been able to in a couple of years? absolutely it's it's been it's been it's been great like i i kind of realized some of the more important things i think during this as well because you are so busy and i've got to spend not tons of time with my parents a little older but you know i got been going on long long walks with them and just talking to them and kind of realizing the importance of things you know and for me um just being grateful that i've been able to survive during this time from music you know um i'm I'm very blessed for that but definitely it's taken taken a step back and looked at the close friends and family around me and it's 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 been an eye opener and in a way I'm kind of glad I, I had that perspective during this time for sure. You know, you talk about getting a little bit closer with friends and family, but the distance uh, you've had from other artists has got to be really tough because it's such a great community of of Canadian singer songwriters that it's got to be mm. tough not to be able to see them as often as maybe you'd like. Yeah, like the community, the community definitely takes takes a step back, you know, seeing everybody. But it was funny when the pandemic first started because I was doing all my writing down in Nashville, and a lot of the bigger writers I write with, I was like, "Do you want to jump on a Zoom or a Skype?" Or they're like, "Ah, no, we can't do that. We got to get in a room. It's all about the energy." And then six to seven months later, they're like, "Do you want to hop on a Zoom call?" <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's amazing with technology what you can do, and and I, you know, I, I was, at first it was a little bit weird writing online, but I've gotten in the swing of things, and I think maybe things are changing a little bit. I've talked to a lot of writers who've been living down in Nashville, but they want to come back up to Canada, and they've built those contacts down there with those writers. And even going forward, maybe when this pandemic's over, quite possibly, maybe a lot of the writers are still writing just because you don't have to leave the house, and as long as you're getting good products. So the industry might have changed from this as well. I'm, I'm thinking oh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think the way that music was made, where everybody would be in the same room with the producer behind the glass, I think those days might be, mm-hmm. you know, the the retro days where that's kind of the outlier now. It's Everything's going to be electronic and over Zoom. It's going to be a, a totally different world, which opens up a whole new realm because uh, already, like, you think about yeah. all the doors that countries had opened up over even in the past five, ten years. This opens yeah. a whole new avenue to be even more creative than ever before. I think so, Dave. Like, now it's like, you know, people are spending all that money to go down there and write when now they can set up rights two months in advance and have them right on your on your laptop because they're opening to, open to do it now. I think, yeah, I think you might be right on that. I, it's it's going to be interesting to see. And, and uh, you know, that's going to allow Canadian country music and Canadian artists as well, I think, to really improve as well, because, you know, if they are busy and they do got to work that day job to keep their careers going and stuff, now they can come home and jump online and get one of the best writers in North America right there from their home, so it's going to be interesting to, to see. A couple more for you, Chris. Uh, yeah. The Super Bowl happened, uh, you know, a couple yeah. days ago. The weekend yeah. performed. Uh, Saturday Night Live was hosted by uh, by uh, a Canadian it's a really cool time to be in the entertainment world if you got the red and white, uh, you know, on your chest. It's got to yeah. be exciting for all Canadian artists, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, well, Canada over the last few years has been has been exceptional. Even when you go to a lot of the writing rounds down in Nashville, they're like, "I'm from Canada." I'm like, "Whoa, we're doing really good." Like, 
Um, and I had to think about that. I'm like, why are we doing so good? I think a lot of times when you go down to the U.S., we're there on a temporary visa or work visa, or whatever you want to call it, and we're hustling to get as much done in that time as we can because otherwise we've got to leave or we've got to renew our visas. And I think it pushes a lot of us to really, to really work almost twice as hard as maybe some of the Americans down there because they, you know, they, they don't have that time frame. They can take their time and meet people and make connections and this and that. And I've had some talks with people about that just from watching the Canadian talent, and it's it's, it's, it's great to see. I don't know what's up here in our water, but it's, it's definitely <laughs> working. <laughs> uh, Chris, thinking about that, I, and I'm going to put you into a corner here with this question. <laughs> Uh, would you rather be able to tour across Canada or head down for for a lengthy ride in Nashville in the USA? What which one oh, would you rather do? That's not fair. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll take the second one because we just talked about we could write on Zoom. So yeah. how would I write on Zoom while I'm touring? <laughs> that's perfect. I uh, got I got a question for you, Dave. Though, yeah. Actually, before I go, because I do have you on social media. So I was looking at your uh, Facebook there the other day, and you had some hockey cards that came up. I think it's a local team. Is it the Pistons? Are they out of? Yeah, they're they out of Steinbeck. They're, they're uh, we're Steinbeck. a junior A team out of Steinbeck. Yeah. So that's the Manitoba Junior Hockey League. Yes, sir. Okay, because those hockey cards. It's funny. Like in the last month, I've been getting really into hockey cards. It's happened since I was a kid, and I went into this collector's store because I keep kept all my toys and cards in these boxes, and never opened them as a kid. And hockey cards, the value of them are just skyrocketing right now and i was absolutely blown away and the guy says it hasn't seen this much of a jump in cards since the nine like 90s okay no and i was like no wow i couldn't believe it and i saw those cards i don't know who made them but they look really cool that the, the set of the, your junior club there those look really like slick yeah it's uh it's a nice kid by the name of tyson kaler he does uh he's done them the last couple years and you know what the for the junior eight kids they love it and uh it's really nice to be included i'll have to send you one of my cards chris i oh. i will send you one That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I'll well, sell it on eBay. No, I'm <laughs> Chris, before I let you go, another thing you may have seen on social yeah. media was mm. I caught up with David James, as I alluded to earlier, mm. and yeah. uh, you may have heard, but he did have something. Uh, he had kind of a message for you, so I'm going to play oh, you this. Geez. This is what David oh, had no. to say uh, when oh, I said no. I'd be talking to you. <laughs> just, just ask him. Ask him how he feels about the grilled cheese battle that him and I did on Instagram. Just ask him who is better. And making grilled cheese, just you know, just twist twist his arm a little bit about that. <laughs> oh wow! Do you have anything you to say? To, you know what? It's it's like I I did this thing on Instagram a couple of years ago where I was just cooking on the road and everyone was laughing. They're like, "Chris, you are the worst cook," and I'm like, "I agree. I'm not very good." And I started getting messages and ongoing. Can you cook this? Can you cook? Because it was I'm just so bad at cooking. So David reaches out to me. He's like, I want to challenge you to a grilled cheese sandwich. I'm like, dude, I'm the wrong guy to challenge. It's like a guaranteed victory for you. Like, have you seen my stuff? He's like, yeah, you're hilarious. And I'm like, well, I, okay, if you want to. So, of course, he makes this perfect 20 different cheeses sandwich. To, to be honest, he doesn't know this unless he listens to this. But I actually did such a bad job. My uh, my girlfriend had to step in and was like, Chris, that's so bad. It's like, I, I got to help you. So I even had a little bit of help, and I still lost. So, oh, man. <laughs> oh, that is great. You know what? Uh, yeah, David's got a lot of great things to say about you. And uh, when, when you're allowed to come back into the province, we'll have to get yeah. together. We'll go golfing because uh, that would be a lot of fun. I'd love to do that, man. And uh, thank you for thinking of me. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get back there and um, play some 
play some acoustic sets there for your fans down at the station when I get there back. We would absolutely love that, Chris. Again, yeah. thank you for taking the time for me today. We'll keep an eye out on social media. And, and anytime you got some new stuff cooking, man, you just reach out because we would love to have you back on and, and hopefully, God willing, back in the studio one day. I appreciate that very much. You have a great day. Thanks, thanks for thinking of me.